0: Rise and shine, it's Dawn and Steve time. Get your Bible, grab your coffee. We're in for a ride this hour. Call or text anytime 800 555 7898. Well, I know that you have been listening to the audio Bible for a while now. Yes. Any idea how long it would take if you were to sit down? Press play at Genesis 1-1 until you got all the way through, as you would say, all the way through to the maps,
1: through
0: the end of the book of Revelation. As
1: I've listened to this one voice take on the entire Bible, I can't even imagine, because if you're listening, you hear sometimes that nuance change. You know, if you ever do voice work, you realize that your voice may not sound the same tomorrow as it does today. It it may not sound the same this afternoon. You know this better than anyone. You do lots of voice work. When um, you realize that and then you're taking on a project that needs to be as consistent as possible, whew, I... Can just think about factoring in all the retakes and the words that didn't come out just right, the pacing of it all. No, I have no idea. <laughs> to 75 hours oh, wow. of listening time. Wow.
0: That's going to equate to somewhere in the neighborhood of 200 to 250 hours of recording time. Yeah. How long it's going to actually take to read it because of stumbles, name mispronunciations, and all that kind of stuff. And then editing, proofing, doing all of that. You're looking at maybe another 800 hours. So yeah. you're talking about a thousand hours or so that are invested in creating an audio Bible.
1: Now you did one New Testament book, Mark? I, I just did Mark. Yeah. You did Mark. Do you know, do you remember how many hours it took you? Was I it want, in, bur- burned it, into your brain?
0: I want to say it was about three hours the day that we recorded the book. And then I did go back in one day for about 20 minutes just to do what we would call pickups. Uh huh. You know, if in the time that we sat down and recorded, if I misspoke or, or stumbled or said something incorrectly and we went back later, needed to fix it or do a name, you know, I mispronounced a name and sure. we caught that in editing and come back in. So I, I want to say it was probably about three hours or something along those lines okay, to that's do pretty that. Good. But um, I'm fascinated because Crossway, mm-hmm. which is the publisher of the ESV Bible, decided that they were going to get into this. And they'd been advised not to because of how expensive and time-consuming and how long it takes yes. to do all this. They were like, I'm not sure, so sure you want to do this. So they said, okay, we accept that challenge, not just once, but six times over, as they then had six different voices and types of voices record the audio Bible. Fascinating who they brought in to do this, some of the different voices and accents and things like that—from Jackie Hill Perry to uh, Ray Ortland to Kristen Getty—those are names that you might know and mm-hmm. might even be able to put a voice to those names. Some of the others I don't know at all: Robert Smith Jr. and uh, Michael Reeves. But what I thought was fascinating: Roy, Roy Ortland, who's been pastoring like forever. It said that this was some of the most exacting, precise, and detailed, and most demanding work I've done since I performed my doctoral work about 40 years ago. Also immensely satisfying.
1: Yes. Can you, though, think about what it would take? I know my son has sat down recently and read through the Bible and recorded it because, one, he wanted it just to kind of stay in his in his DNA, his spiritual DNA, also to share with others. Like, so I think he's done a couple chapters in Hebrews and things like that. So to hear these pastors and folks in Christendom as well say, this was so challenging, but rewarding. There's just, something about the resonance of God's word. And what they all came away with is this book is alive. Yeah. It will change. Change your, your life. Your very, yes, life. It will, it, when the Lord tells us in his word that that the spirit of God and the word of God will part bone from marrow, that tells you how precise it can be. The more you study God's word, the more time you spend with him, the more you'll resonate with these six folks that have said, Wow. Did not expect that on so many levels, the time, the energy, the finesse it takes to do this kind of voice work. More importantly, the spiritual work God did in each individual. And to see this product come out, Jackie Hill Perry, she said at the time when she worked on her portion of this, that she was expecting a child. And she couldn't catch her breath, and it was it was really hard. You would get um, hoarse, you know, yeah. your voice would go. Oh yeah. So she said, my voice just couldn't take it. You'd I'd record, I'd pause, I'd vaporize, I'd be hoarse. And she tracked down the word count on her phone, figuring she could manage about ten to twelve thousand words a day. And so she was planning accordingly. She could do Matthew in one sitting. Jeremiah may take two days. Jude would take an hour. And then she realized, oh, that is just my best laid plans. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, it really is fascinating to you know see what it takes to sit down and to read long form, hour after hour after hour after hour to be able to do that. But when you're reading the Word of God, there is something compellingly powerful about that. Um, Kristen Getty uh, of the Getty's has said that she really— love this. She she said, I would uh, start each session by reading a prayer that she had taped to the microphone. Lord, give me clarity and fluency. Please let this impact my own heart and please use it as you will. Mm. What a great attitude and prayer to be praying as you sit down to record the word of God in that way.
1: And her favorite book, the one that affected her most, was Isaiah, as she worked on this project. Ray Ortland, as you mentioned, he said how difficult, challenging, and yet so very good this was. It was great. I just had to walk in, press that button, and talk. But he then suddenly realized that it was so much more than that. And what a sloppy reader of the Bible. That he was and not realizing it or intending to leapfrogging over little bits along the way, bringing it back, of course, and getting it done and done well. And yet to see the transformation, even in these long time Christ followers, just inspires us. And yes, I've been listening to the word as uh, the... Uh, you version of the Bible. I believe it's an app that I've been listening to the New Testament. And I just have to share with you something that I was listening into this morning, and we'll come back in just a few minutes. God's Word, how amazing it is, how it transforms us. Jesus is behind all of it. Well, all of these different folks, names that a lot of them you'll know Kristen Getty and Ray Ortland as well as Jackie Hill Perry and, and a few others that have recently taken on a Bible narration project that Crossway has put together. And I also listened to a Bible narration. I do believe, I was just playing some of it for you. Isn't that Max McLean? Who that is was doing, Max. That's what I yep. thought. And I've kind of been tracking with Max through the scriptures for now. I'm on my second year. And um, it, it just, because of what we do, It's always just interesting to me to listen to the nuances of a voice and yet to realize how difficult taking on reading all of Scripture is. It's a challenge. You did one book.
0: I've only done the Book of Mark, Mm -hmm. and it is because it's so exact and precise. And I get what Ray Ortland was probably saying when he talked about being such a sloppy reader of Scripture. I think one of the tendencies that some pastors fall into is as they read, they tend to or can almost begin to paraphrase just a tiny sure. bit and begin to, to preach out of it. Like they'll have yes. these little caveats and side comments, but and then back into the text again and whatever. There's none of that. And there's, when you're reading the Bible, it is word for word. And you've got editors and people listening for that. You know, you said the when it should have been a, uh, and let's go back, retake that. And so, yeah, it it's Not as easy as it kind of sounds.
1: It does sound easy. And yet when you think about that word for word and then the cadence of your voice and the nuances in your voice and you can't get necessarily super excited, it depends on, of course, the product they want to bring to us. And yet you also see when it's word for word how it will transform a life. Yeah. And get into your, I call it spiritual DNA anymore. I can't come up with a better word to describe it. And just listening to Max and thinking about what God is telling us. I'm in the book of Romans now. And Romans 12 and 14 both just struck me so deeply this morning about our connection to the Lord. And then why we live and make choices the way we live and make choices. We're either choosing to depart from what God has told us and therefore bringing disobedience into our walk with him. And if we're disobedient, we're going to hear him less. True. We're not going to be able to discern his voice. And we're going to want that because we always want him to fix our stuff when we have problems or when we've sinned. Get me out of this, Lord. And yet we're not going to hear him if we're making the choice after choice after choice to be disobedient listening then to what the word says and going back and repenting of that so that we're in fellowship and closely can hear his voice. And it could even come down, Steve, this is what got me. It could even come down to the choices we make when it comes to food. Okay. In, in chapter 14 of Romans, it's talking about the, the weaknesses of some and the strength of other. And yet when we have a strength, we're not to boast in that mm-hmm. matter of fact, we're supposed to care for our other siblings so much more than we care for ourselves that we make choices that will benefit them and not our own flesh because we have the permission from the Lord. It's not necessarily sin unless you overindulge and then anything can almost become a sin. And yet um, do we care that much about our neighbor and it spells it out. Yeah. Your neighbor. And I thought, oh, Lord, do I make choices that benefit the ones that I love and that, that are your kids? Or do I make choices that count? eh, this is my freedom. I got this. Lord, you said it's okay. Therefore, it's
0: my Christian liberty to it, do this. Yeah. I, yeah.
1: Which is true. Yeah. That's not discounting that. And yet, again, the 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 instruction in that passage is, yes, you do and you're not to despise what God has given you. You're also not to despise a brother or sister that just cannot have that in their life mm-hmm. because to them it is a stumbling, stumbling block in a sense. And I thought, man, Lord, if we just started in chapter 12 or chapter 14 of Romans and just worked through that for a week or two or a month and lived in that way, it would not only transform our lives and our walk with him, but it would transform others around us because they would see, hey, God's at work in her. God's at work in him.
0: Oh, yeah. And, you know, you talk about really living in Romans chapter 12 for a little while. You know, I I think of the beginning of that chapter talking about the renewing of our minds. Oh, yes. Right? And starting right there. And then as our minds are renewed, what happens then? Well, you read chapter 12 and it talks about the fact that that we, number one, need to renew our minds, then have an honest evaluation of ourselves and of others, and then live in such a way that is honoring mm. to what God has entrusted to us. Talking about the fact that God has given us different gifts and the ability to do different things well. If our gift is teaching, teach well. If our gift is serving, serve well. If our gift is this, do that well. Right. If we lived in that, meditated on that, reflected on that, man, life could look really, really different for a lot of us if we really took this seriously.
1: And therein lies the bottom line. As Christ followers, we know what it is that Christ redeemed us. We realize the cross, the power of the resurrection, what he did on the cross, and that our sin nature has been forgiven, covered with Christ's righteousness. And then (laughs) he said, I have things for you to do. Mm -hmm. things for my kingdom, for my glory, so that others will come to faith. And so I wonder if we, and you know, we're in the Lenten season, we're heading toward Easter. I wonder if just during this season, we would take some of these passages more to heart and more to life, what it would do for you individually, because I, I can't do it for you. I can't even do it for my own kids. Right, They have to walk this out themselves. I have to walk this out. So if I take this seriously over the next several weeks, what transformation would happen by the time we get to Easter and what worship would happen on that day? All
0: right. Making a note right now, ask Don several weeks from now what transformation has taken place over the past number of weeks. Join me. It's a good challenge for us this morning. Don and Steve in the morning on Moody Radio. Well, I'm glad that you're here on this Muse Day. This uh, (laughs) first day back in the office seems a little bit like a Monday to some, possibly, if you were off yesterday for President's Day. But I'm a little bit surprised you're here today. why? Well, National Comfy Day. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. This place is not uncomfortable, but not as comfortable as sitting at home on your own couch or in your own bed, right? Yeah. It's also uh, National Cherry Pie Day, so you could be at home baking a cherry pie, but even more than that, National Love Your Pet Day.
1: Yes. And I know
0: how you feel about pepper. <laughs> it's I'm surprised you're here this morning.
1: <laughs> that is a good point. And had I looked ahead on the National Day calendar, I might have called an audible and said, Oh, you know, it says I need to be home in my comfies with um, at least a muffin, if not a cherry pie, National Muffin Day as well, sitting with my pepper. And yet over the weekend, I did get a little pepper time in. She's funny. Yesterday, we were um, doing something. I I wasn't cooking, but I was in the kitchen doing something. And she has this way of communicating. And if you have a pet, you know this, you kind of learn their little nuances. And she's standing there and I, Pepper, I cannot sit down with you right now. I just can't. I just got up like five minutes ago. And it reminds me of all the little pet memes that again, if you have a pet, you probably watch of the dogs like, you haven't paid attention to me for like five minutes. Yeah, that—that <laughs> that is my pepper. If—if if she gets a little loving, then she wants a, a little lot. more loving. Yes, I did not, and I also resisted the wear to. I resisted the urge to wear the shirt that your wife Susie got me that says, "Today I'm only talking to my dog."
0: i'm sure ben was grateful that you would include him in conversation
1: uh, the the family you broke him i did break him i broke ben over the weekend and i feel so badly about it i took him to one of my exercise classes and because he had not been working out for a while the muscles they atrophy and in a way and they lose their strength and um he's Fine. I mean, walking everyday things. Great. And yet when you go to work out, you realize that you've not been working out. Oh, yeah. And I broke him.
0: Yeah, I I get it. I poor guy. I've been there a couple of times over the past year myself as we jump back into some exercise classes that, you know, getting into it in this this past fall. Man, the first three to four weeks, I thought I was going to die. After every exercise class, it was horrible. I couldn't walk right for like the next four days. Uh Finally, you kind of get over to that a little bit. And then we had the holidays come. Yes. And it was about probably close to six weeks that I was not going for one reason or another. And getting back into it in early to mid-January... It was not quite as bad, but almost as bad as it was when we started up.
1: For real. I was off three weeks when I went to India, and then I got sick, and there was something else going on. And I went back after the first time in three weeks, and the first week, solid week of classes, I'm like, I can't. This is not. Good. How can this be healthy? Remind me again how good this is for me. But if you persevere, you no will, pain, no gain. Yeah, you will get there. And that was the thing with going to this class. I knew if we could get back to the gym, it we'd both feel better. But yeah, it just the schedule wouldn't work out. And Ben was like, "No, I'm not going anywhere." <laughs> <laughs> Until this resolves a little bit more, but he's about able to bend his arm today, so we're on the mend. Okay, <laughs>
0: well that's good. I'm mm-hmm. glad that you know he's getting the use of his uh, appendages back. Yeah. That's a good thing. That
1: is the hardest part when you first go and you're doing arms or legs and you can't stand, walk. Oh yeah, or use your hand to write your name. That I mean that is that's just, the struggles real.
0: Oh no, it is. And, and if you've ever done that, you know exactly what Ooh. he's walking through this morning, and going through. You're like oh. I do feel for him.
1: I do. I have yeah. sympathy.
0: Well, I think a, a cherry pie would make him feel better. Oh. So maybe head home after this and, and go make him a cherry pie.
1: Yes, if only. <laughs> there are meetings ahead for the day that will not wait. Therefore, it's a busy day. But maybe I can grab him a muffin on the way home. There you go. Mm-hmm.
0: That'd, that'd make his day, I'm sure. It's Don Steve in the Morning on Moody Radio.
1: Don and Steve on YouTube There's some great conversations that we've had That Briggs so well Gets all edited and put there And we've learned that there's a lot of ways You can go back and hear conversations Like this morning we talked to Pastor Jack Hibbs He has a brand new book out Just calling us back to the word of God Mm -hmm. And that conversation will eventually get to YouTube But if you missed it this morning A little bit later through the Moody Radio app You can listen You can go to uh, iHeart Radio I understand And Spotify like all of these different platforms and get caught up with our guests.
0: Yeah, so I encourage you to do that. You can uh, hit our website, donandsteve.org, and you're going to find audio archives there and lots of different ways that we want to connect you with things that you may have missed on the show. Uh, one big connection point, it, in fact, it is the greatest uh, connection point of all. The whole reason that we do what we do here at Moody Radio is to connect with God and a personal relationship or connection with him yes. is the most significant thing that we do in all the conversations that we have. And so maybe you've heard somebody on Moody Radio talk about the fact that you can know God you can have a personal relationship with him. And you're like, man, I, I'm intrigued by that. I'd like to know more about that. Again, we want to connect you with some resources and things that can help you kind of learn a little bit more, Take you uh, help you take that next step in whatever God may be kind of drawing you towards him. And so if you go to the website, mymoodyradio.org, in the top right-hand corner, you're going to see a link there that says How to Know Christ. And that is a great way for you to go and to find out more. Mm -hmm. About what we're talking about here at Moody all the time, the gospel message and knowing God and experiencing his grace and his forgiveness and knowing that you can be right with him and that your eternity is going to be with him instead of separated from him. So, again, top right-hand corner of our website, mymoodyradio.org. I encourage you to go click on that link, how to know Christ.
1: Most important decision you will ever make in your entire life. And we as long as we're given breath here at Moody Radio, we are gonna to continue to share this truth because everything that we do in our lives, truly, think of all the important decisions you've made. Think of the important people that are the people that are important to you in your daily walk. These are all very, very much part of our lives. And yet it is that what we do with Jesus, like that's that's the, the kingpin, right? That is the most important decision yeah. that we need to, to wrestle with and to know the truth about who God is and what he's done for us. So that's why that website's so critically important, mymoodyradio.org. And you said upper right-hand corner, that's where you click to how to know Christ.